Welcome to the Props Public Safety Podcast, where experienced firefighters discuss drone operations in public safety. Take flight, save lives, save service members. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another edition of Props Public Safety Podcast. I'm John Wakey. And I'm Mike Wall. Today's episode, we're going to be discussing the role of the visual observer in public safety operations and how it differs from that of, we'll say, real estate photography or, you know, commercial applications. Commercial applications sounds like a good way to put it. Like it. All right. So we all know what a visual observer is. It's that person that you have that basically watches the drone and makes sure that nothing hits it or it does not hit anything. If you have a public safety UAS program and you don't know what a visual observer is, well then stop they flying, they definitely stop flying and reevaluate your program. <laughs> yes, and then definitely <laughs> check us out on props because you're yeah. probably gonna need to make a few adjustments within the <laughs> curriculum, <laughs> yeah, you know? But yeah, everybody knows what, what a VO is. But and how does it differ from a commercial application? That's what we're gonna discuss now, yeah. so. The FAA um, definition of a visual observer is very specific, but doesn't cover what the use case for public safety. Yeah, no, it's actually nothing like no. what we use a visual observer for no. in public safety. So in the eyes of the FAA, we all know that visual observer is the person that basically makes sure that the drone does not hit anything in the air or anything hit it in the air. Um, they're just glued to scanning the sky, scanning around the drone and looking around to make sure of that. In public safety, it goes a lot deeper mm-hmm. than that. Um, it's a second set of eyes for your program. Um, and by program, I mean the entire operation. So in public safety, it's more like a co-pilot per se, which it should be another pilot being your visual observer. You brought, you brought that up in, in pre-show, how the VO should be changed to a co-pilot position. And I actually like that name because it gives validity to um, the actual position of what you're doing. Absolutely, especially in public safety, because I mean, you have the pilot and then you have you know a visual observer. It, like I can, it definitely needs like, if, if, co- that responsibility title. Yeah. yeah. Um, and it's all about titles with us because it's public perception um, yeah. and perception within, you know, everything going on. And it just adds validity when you say, oh, well, the pilot and co-pilot are going to go over here. And that also opens the door to actually use that other spot as a training spot to for a visual observer or a secondary visual observer. I, I, I do like bringing somebody into a program as a visual observer. They should have a 107. Yes. Right. And regardless of whether they are manipulating the controls or not, coming into an existing program with a 107, I always think is 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 a positive. I think it's and critical. It's mandatory for yeah. for any program. But what that does is it allows you to get familiar with the day to day operations of a program, and then move into that pilot position. But you're also 107 trained, so you are a pilot. And Correct. that to have that uh, co-pilot, co-pilot, co-pilot thing that you discussed earlier, um, I, I like that because it helps. Um, it helps a lot. It gives a sense of redundancy in your program. Redundancy. That's what I'm thinking. That's what I'm thinking. Redundancy. It adds redundancy to your program. Absolutely. I, I had just a, I had a complete complete memory loss just there. <laughs> you, you nailed just it on, like, on the other Just one. like you look like, stare at the shiny lights that are all around us right now, right? Yeah. Shiny objects and bright lights. I just had a complete blank. It's all right. You'll get your uh, your bearings back, Dory. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it, it, it does add a sense of redundancy to a program by having 
two pilots, 107 certified pilots that can break away and one become a VO. Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, let's let's face it. Let's say something happens to the pilot. They trip over a hose line. They slip on ice or something. Something happens. Mm -hmm. Now you have somebody that's able to. So you know, the only person back. manipulating See. the controls is now out of that picture, and you have a rogue drone drone on your hands. Yeah. You know, the same thing that is designed to protect your members, because let's face it, that's what we're there for. We're not there for the public as much as we want to admit that we are there to protect our members. You protect the members and then the members protect the public. That's how it works. Um, now you have a liability. You, you, you no longer have, you know. So your asset becomes a liability. Absolutely. And that's a no-no by <laughs> every standard of the book. <laughs> I mean, regardless of where you are, whether you're public safety or a commercial application or a hobbyist. It's yeah, a, that's, that's a, a no-no. That's a no-no. In public safety, the VO is such an important role because not only do they look into, you know, they can help you navigate the airspace, like figure out, you know, oh, you're at a 400 grid here or you're in G airspace or you're going to need, you know, an SGI or whatever. They can help do that with that. They could also help set up the equipment. They could also help pre-plan your, your operation. Sometimes you arrive on scene and you got... You know, oh, I'm going to set up in this corner here because that's what you see around you. They could go scouting around, you know, the it, location for, you know, secondary, tertiary takeoff and landing points because our scenes is dynamic. Yeah. They're not like, oh, we're going to be operating from here. We're going to do this and then we're going to come back and land because this spot that we just took off from might have a towel ladder on it in 15 minutes yeah. or, you know, another piece and of apparatus. That's the separation between uh, the commercial aspect, you know, with private industry and public safety is that you as a public safety um, pilot, you don't have the luxury of pre-planning. No, you have short an idea. Of, of, short of going on a yeah. Google street view and that could have changed because it could have been from two years ago yeah. you know, or from a week ago when things could have changed. Absolutely. Whereas when you look at the commercial aspect, you have that pre-planning element where you can scout out multiple locations. You can go on site and actually view the site that you're going to fly at. Absolutely. And, um, so public safety, we don't have that option. No. So it's even more critical to have a visual observer. Oh, absolutely. And then, I mean, to have that visual observer also, you know, as a pilot per se, now it just adds not only the sense of redundancy in case something were to happen to the pilot, but it allows the pilot to actually work with the visual mm -hmm. observer. We'll say, well, I like more co-pilot where they can now pass off, you know, flights. So it's, all right, I'm, I'm going to land and, you know, I'm at 30%. I'm going to land. You want to take the next flight and give yeah, my eyes give a chance me, to give, adjust. Give, give my, let, let's say it's cold outside. Let me warm my hands up for a little bit because I don't know if you ever operated outside in zero degree weather, but gloves don't work. Can't feel fingers. If you can't feel your fingers, you can't touch the screen. <laughs> so I bring a stylus with me. I mean, and that works. I mean, that's a pro tip, everybody. Bring your stylus with you okay. in the cold weather. But I mean, it's... It sucks. And to have that's, somebody that you're able pretty much it. It's yeah, awesome. you, yeah. To, to be able to say, all right, you know what? Here, it's your turn to stop. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Is 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 the the key. Yeah. And yeah. it just it also reduces a lot of stress from the pilot because they have somebody where they can actually bounce ideas off of. Hey, I'm thinking mm -hmm. about, you know, doing a three sixty or you know, this way. Hey, uh, I wouldn't do that because you see that pigeon coop on the roof? And it's a re and you know like, like you said, reduction of stress. Yeah. You know, you look at a scene and like you said, it's very dynamic. There's moving parts coming in and out of your, your cockpit. And a lot of people say, oh, he's been flying for 15 minutes. He can't be stressed. Right. Well, that might work if you're doing real estate photography or videography. Yeah. Right. Or you're doing a roof inspection. But when you're dealing with public safety, you have a lot of pressure on you. Yeah. You have a dynamic scene. There's a lot of moving parts and it doesn't so much. Um, 
it's not so much the amount of time that you've been flying. No. It's, but the amount of stress that's put on you for the amount of time that you've been flying. And also the deliverable too. So, I mean, a lot of times you'll have, you know, your incident commander saying, oh, I want to see the three side of the building. Mm-hmm. Well, the three side has trees that are all yeah. covering the three side of the building and you're doing your best. But sometimes like you forget like... That usually oh, happens at 20% battery life. Yeah, like yeah. When you're like, yeah, when you're about to bring it back and you're like, ah, oh, you know what? Uh, let me stop bringing it back this way. Hey, can you do another six orbits around the building? No, <laughs> like, I can't. Yeah. Unless you want to pick it up for me, you know, be yeah. on the fourth side somewhere. But um, yeah, and like you, sometimes you just forget like, all right, there are obstacles back no, there. Yep. I can't get yep. that deliverable without, you know, additional information which is needed from your visual observer or you know not even additional information it's just somebody to be like hey that's sometimes just them saying yo uh I not a good idea not a good not idea, a good idea is enough to really put a put but, back but in I, their mindset I, I like that i like using that visual observer as that stress reliever and you know when we fly together and i'm a visual observer for you when i get to an out al- when you get to an altitude where i i feel like you're comfortable at and flying at I usually make a transmission to you that you're free and clear all around, right? Yeah, absolutely. And that reduces the stress on you because now you know at that altitude, anything that is stationary in that scene is not going anywhere. Now, that doesn't mean birds encroaching birds or aviation or rogue drones might come into the scene. But at least John knows that at that altitude that he's free and clear to move and anything that's stationary is not going anywhere. And, and it's, it is a stress relief on you. Oh, absolutely. And, and the, the role of the visual observer, which is not stated in the FAA, should be a stress reliever for the pilot. It absolutely is. It's not listed in there, but I think that's why we're saying it's kind of more of a co-pilot position, yeah. you know, in public safety. I mean, in law enforcement, especially like you could, a visual observer, I mean, th- if, your pilot is operating behind a wall because they're seeking cover from, you know, whatever threat they have. Your visual observer could be, you know, positioned far enough away, also behind cover. And then you kind of triangulate, you know, well, just, even when you look at the, the beyond the tactical beyond visual line of sight, the waivers don't work well, for the fire department. Like for beyond fire visual line of sight in, in general, when, when you look at it, people assume that BVLOS is, you know, 15 to 2,000 feet away from you. No. And it could be five feet away from you. Yeah, you just turn in the corner. You know, turn in the corner or going past the parapet and losing sight. As soon as that happens, Beyond you have gone from one position moving three feet over and it disappearing to beyond visual line of sight. Absolutely. And you, people have to, public safety has to realize that. Yeah, and that's why it's important to, you know, to have, so to have that VO offset from that, from that, from the pilot. But I mean, with enough room where you can communicate effectively and definitely keep it all going. And if you're both pilots, I mean, it makes it a lot easier to develop that communication. Both on the same page. Yeah, so definitely. Yeah. So to wrap it up, your public safety operator, VO, co pilot, whatever you want to call them, you definitely need one. Um, so you might as well make it work to your advantages. Key takeaways from this are. Train your VOs or train your pilots as VOs or vice versa, however you want to do pilots, it. Train, what came first? Uh, the the egg, I don't know. I'm going to say the VO came first. Yeah. Right? <laughs> probably, probably. <laughs> no, actually, no. Can't be. Has to be the pilot. It has to be the pilot first and then right? you can train a And then VO. you can train a VO. Yeah, I guess it's like backwards compatibility, <laughs> which we don't see on any equipment anymore. But the key the- takeaways, obviously, definitely got to use your visual observer, co-pilot, whatever the hell you want to call them. But more importantly, use them within your operations. Um, 
make sure that you guys are definitely on the same page and that you both understand the operation as a whole. That means your mission objectives, your tertiary, secondary and tertiary mission objectives, landing and takeoff zones, secondary landing and takeoff zones, tertiary landing and takeoff zones. Yeah. There's a lot. Um, pressures that could be, whether it's, you know, you know, weather or stress or pilot fatigue or additional stuff. Those are also key takeaways from this. Yeah. And I think that pretty I'm much. I'm gonna say I'm gonna up. say a visual observer is a key component of any well-rounded program. I think that sums it up a lot better than you were going down the rabbit hole about 15 seconds ago. Probably. Does. Just get one. Just get right. Just, just get. get one. Just if get you one. have they a public, one, if you, yeah, you do. They yeah, do you have to have one. If yeah. you have a public safety They're US program, night you have to have need that bright a lights. visual observer <laughs> if you want to fly lights. at night. And we can't control when a fire is gonna break out. Yeah, they always break out at night. Train your visual observers to yes. be up to par with your pilots. Thanks for joining us at the Props Public Safety Podcast. If you want to take flight with our hosts and learn more about our public safety education program, go to propsflightschool.com and click the public safety button.